Real news. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. Today is Monday, June 15, 2020. Isn't it moving fast, right, guys? It is moving so fast. This month is moving fast. This summer's going to move fast. And boy, we had a lot of developments over the weekend. See, I told you that this was going to be a crazy period because, you know, when you when you remember history, the way it was written, right, you remember periods of statements of what may have happened, the climate, you don't know the details. Living, though, through that history right now, having seen it recorded future wise, I, I just didn't expect it to be so insane. But, you know, it has to happen this way. And that's the thing. It has to happen this way. I, I, I say this all the time, even for myself, and I'm sure many of you have been in that position where you're like, oh my gosh, it could have been so different. What if I didn't meet that person? What if I didn't do this? What if I didn't do that? Well, think of the things that came out of it because of the decision you made. Uh, you know, for example, you know, why did I, you know, meet this person? Well, I wouldn't have had that amazing child with them. Think of it that way. It's the same way our history is playing out now. The pain that we are going through, because it'll be pain for both sides. Obviously, for the side of good, it's the strength we have to go on when we feel like we have no strength. We have to focus on that. So this is a big deal. Now, a lot of people are applauding how the Supreme Court, uh, you know, made the statements rewriting federal civil rights law, in essence, which is illegitimate in itself and a complete abuse of power by changing the definition of sex to sexual orientation. And I'll talk about that today, too, because I am so horrified at what happened, horrified that it was a 6-3. I mean, this is pure insanity. It shows just how much we have to follow the money. So here we are. It is 2020. It is June 15th, the day after our president's birthday, the day after Flag Day, the day after everything. I, I, I called my mother this morning to check up on her because you all know she, she has cancer. She's going through some things and she's far away. And she was like, oh, what's happening to President Trump? You know, they're telling us here in Europe, the whole media is blasting how he's sick, how he couldn't lift his glass. And I was like, mom... The way he moved and the way he rose his hand means that whatever armor he was wearing under it actually restricted him, first of all. Secondly, he is older, right? He's 74. And so even though he's pretty much built like an ox, he's Teflon Don, when you're wearing a specific, it can actually pinch you and it can make a side of your body weaker. I know, I've been there when I was super fit too. So this is... This is how, uh, you know, um, this could be. Well, we'll talk about that too. Now, what I wanted to do is break some news by playing this two-minute clip from Fox about President Trump announcing an executive order on police reform. 
Take a listen. Trump back at the White House after spending the weekend at his golf club in New Jersey. The president is slamming calls to defund police and insisting the protesters barricading several blocks in Seattle amounts to a radical left takeover of the city. He's expected to announce his own executive order on police reform later this week. Our chief White House correspondent, John Roberts, has more details. Good morning, John. And good morning to you. We should also mention that the president was celebrating his birthday up there in Bedminster yesterday. We are hearing that this executive order could come out as soon as tomorrow. It's a two-pronged approach. Part of the One of the prongs is to reform the use of police force. The other is to increase opportunity in communities across America. The four feature points that the president wants to zero in on, economic development in minority communities, confronting health care disparities, renewing calls for school choice, and encouraging police departments to meet standards for the use Use of force. Presidential advisor Jerron Smith says this executive order will be the glue to bring communities and police forces together. Listen here. Investing in things like co-responders. Uh, co-responders would allow for police to do their job, but bring in social workers and experts that deal with mental health and deal with issues um, such as drug addiction um, or alcohol addiction or either other issues like homelessness. On Wednesday, we are expecting to hear what Senate Republicans are planning to do to respond to the concerns raised in the wake of the George Floyd killing. The bill that Senator Tim Scott uh, is working on apparently will include increasing police training, expanding information, sharing on cases of officer-involved violence, and a process to remove officers with a pattern of misconduct. Here's what else Senator Scott said about it. The right, that's an issue that most Republicans don't like at all, to include myself. So the question is, is there a path forward that we take a look at the necessity of eliminating bad behavior within our law enforcement community? Is there a path forward? I think we'll find that. There will be some conflict between the version that the Senate comes up with and the House has already passed on this issue of qualified immunity for police. Uh, Senate Republicans and the president have said that's a red line, but there may be, Ed, some common ground on chokeholds. Uh, the Democrats, uh, the president and Senator Tim Scott have all said maybe we look uh, we need to look at modifying when those can be used. Mm-hmm. President Trump suggesting that in cases where it's a life and death struggle, it might be appropriate to use that, but that, that's going to be part of the overall police reform in terms of the use of force, it looks like. Yet. All right, John Roberts, thank you. All right, meantime. So, okay, so there's going to be an executive order addressing an issue that's real, okay? Uh, it is a very real issue, a real issue that we have uh, police officers that are, uh, you know, they get drunk on power, just like most people do. And that's what's horrible, right? That they would use their position of power to that sense. It's just, it makes you sick. But it happens everywhere. I mean, look at the positions of power that are being abused with people that don't have guns and handcuffs and zip ties. Look, most people don't get into, uh, you know, going into the police and becoming part of the police force because they're bad people or because they want to, you know, they have some God complex. They don't. They go in because they they want to serve um, and they feel that they can contribute to that. That's why they go. As a majority, I mean, obviously, there's those that want the stability, the money, uh, you know, the protection, uh, because we do see, you know, the best cops 
who they are, usually the people that come from disadvantaged families. So statistically speaking, and I, and I can't even find that study because I saw it on my phone. I was, I was out and about all weekend. As you guys know, I was having server problems too. And so I had a lot on my plate, but at one point I had found this paper that was done uh, showing how uh, police forces that are most effective have less uh, police on citizen deaths and, you know, complaints are police officers that came from disadvantaged families. So, for example, those kids that are sitting there telling you, oh, you know, I grew up in the projects or whatnot, uh, you know, from, you know, households that had like 10 kids, right? And they were always counting pennies and couponing. Uh, people that actually were raised um, correctly, right? Not to hate everybody because they were in a disadvantaged position, but people that were raised correctly in the sense of appreciating what they have, in a sense of appreciating their community, um, those people that were impoverished were the ones that were the best police officers they had because they were simply there to serve the community. So that is, you know, pretty, pretty incredible if you think about it. Um, so, you know, these are programs that can actually be put forward. Uh, you know, just how we have JROTC in high schools, I think we should have, and, and you know, Border Patrol, they should have programs like that in high school. ICE, uh, immigration, police. I mean, there's a really big, you know, um, a market in, in children uh, that are in high school to be allowed to go on ride-alongs with the police and train because they're for the local community, obviously not the expanded one. But w imagine if all our local police from the ages of like 25 to 35 then transitioned into a more federal position. It would be a lot more... Um, um, beneficial to the quality of work we would get um, if they were trained correctly, if that makes sense, rather than just come in from other places. Because a lot of people, you know, don't get into any profession for the right reasons. There are people that become doctors just to make money, other people that just want to, you know, do it, and other people that really want to commit to helping people. So uh, that that's one aspect that should be seen is the reform on how you recruit people in to that line of work. So that's, uh, you know, that's that on that one. Now, we have a lot going on in regards to Chaz, in regards to, let's talk a little bit about that insanity before we delve into more things. Because these riots were planned, okay? They were trying to find the right time to mobilize it. They failed with, uh, you know, that man that was shot by those two men while jogging. That didn't get much traction. People were more interested in coronavirus. It wasn't exciting enough for them, uh, you know, so... The media didn't push it, but George Floyd was, even though on the same day he died, many other people died at the hands of police, right? George Floyd was, it was, uh, you know, recorded on time and everything. The question you should ask yourself is how is it that we still don't have the body cam footage of the George Floyd case? We already got the stuff out of Atlanta, but we still don't have the body cam footage from the police officers released to us so that we can see what actually happened. Yet we have the body cam footage from other incidents that happened after the fact. So you have to understand that we had our, it came out just in the right orders it should and in the right uh, cadence of timing. 
what they are doing right now has been done before. The virus, the outrage, the, 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 and like I said, you know how the president keeps saying 1917, 1918, 1919. Ha. hundred years later, here we are again with a bit of a delay because, you know, President Trump came into office, hence the delay, hence why we have, you know, a little bit of a skew timeline, because what was normally supposed to happen under a Hillary Clinton administration has now been delayed and pushed back because of President Trump. Now, just as in back in the days, do you guys remember how the Spanish flu happened? Okay, so... What happened was it was like the war, soldiers were coming back from Europe, and then in Kansas at the barracks, that's where it broke out, supposedly, and it spread. And then everyone was like, you know, they, they were told to wear masks, uh, they were supposed to stay indoors, there were no, you know, group gatherings and everything, and then at the end of the war, everyone's like, yay, and they all got together, and then everybody got sick, that's the second wave, right? Everybody got sick. And it was just horrible. And this is a template, right? Then inflation comes along. Right? Then everybody goes broke. And then, 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 then. So now let's just quickly focus on Chaz, uh, this community that, you know, supposedly is an autonomous and despises everything police and President Trump. Yet the first thing they did was build a wall. Right. So ironic. And you're allowed to be there as long as you think like them and and bow down to them. They're allowed to violate your rights and search your bag with no due process. I mean, they're the ones that are making up the rules. And if they don't like you, mob rules, rules, and they can kill you and smash you and rape you. There are people that are actually hostage. Take a listen to Huckabee talking about their response to a hostage situation. Looking at the, uh, the 60,000 people that were there, um, signs saying, you know, defund the police. This is a pivotal moment in history. We are going to move in a different direction and policing will never be the same as it was before. There you've got Seattle's police chief calling for negotiations with the occupiers of the police-free zone. Carmen Best adding she wishes she knew how long this is going to last, Ainsley. That's right. Occupiers seizing six blocks one week ago. The area includes the city's third police precinct. It's now being called CHOP, Capitol Hill Organized Protest, Brian. Right. The group releasing a list of demands, including free college tuition, rent control and police reform. They also have their own garden, so maybe they can live off the land. Uh, Governor Mike Huckabee joins us, Fox News contributor. Governor, if the police chief doesn't know when it's going to end, how are we supposed to know? Well, we're never going to know because the officials who are supposed to stay with a sense of order uh, have allowed this to just degenerate into utter chaos. And so it's going to last as long as they're willing for it to last. Why don't they turn off the electricity, the water, the gas, and jam Absolutely. all of the communication signals coming in and out of there? When these people can't go on social media, when they can't uh, call in for things uh, by way of their uh, iPhones, Things come to a grind pretty quick when no supplies can come in and out. And what the police and the mayor and the governor ought to do, if they had any brains at all, any, they would make it so that people who want to get the heck out of there, the law-abiding citizens that are stuck in this incredible hellhole, would be allowed to get the heck out. 
but they're not allowed to. And, and these people have taken over. This is a hostage situation. And I don't understand why they somehow think that it's the summer of love. No, this is a summer of crime, outright insurrection and crime. And uh, it's going to last as long as these uh, weak, wuss uh, officials in Washington state allow it to happen. Well, it is a summer we're all going to remember for a very long time. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is in the process, Governor, of trying to figure out who his vice presidential uh, nominee would be. And uh, on the list, apparently, one of six women is Elizabeth Warren. Her hometown paper, not crazy about it, the Herald headline says, Elizabeth Warren could be the only thing to sink Joe Biden. And then the article goes on to say, Warren has always been the media's darling in the race, and she's likely to hang on as a shortlist candidate for Veep, if only to appease her progressive supporters and her media enablers. Biden can pretend that he's seriously considering Warren to keep the far left in the fold, but if Biden actually loses his mind and picks her, then he deserves to lose. What do you say about the Herald? Whoa, it was pretty brutal. And one of the things that I gleaned from it was just how dishonest Elizabeth Warren has been about her biography. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing. If they were to be teamed up, you would have a presidential candidate uh, who picks a vice president who can't know the truth and has basically created her own biography with a presidential candidate uh, who doesn't remember what the truth is. So one who can't tell the truth and the other one who doesn't remember what the truth would be. That'd be quite a quite a combo for the Democrats if they pick it. Do you think that, do you agree with this? They said that the article also states that throughout her failed campaign for president, Warren consistently failed to draw any moderate or independent voters. Okay, so they, they, they hopped on to uh, Elizabeth Warren because what you're going to see is Elizabeth Warren actually chime in on what's going on. And this is going to outrage you too. Um, <laughs> I am so outraged today, uh, you know, seeing that a career criminal not only had an elaborate funeral with people saluting him, but also being bestowed upon one of the highest honors that veterans don't even get. I don't think they get the flag that flew over the Capitol or whatever for their service. We don't have televised, you know, um, funerals and stuff like that. This is just horrible. It is horrible. Now, uh, what, what, what uh, I just want to focus for a second on Chaz because Chaz is, is super duper, uh, you know, it's exposing exactly what it is by itself. We are seeing it. They are aggregating and attacking their own. Uh, they are mercenaries, mercenaries. It is the most, uh, you know, they're, they're demanding to make things, you know, the way they want. And that's not the way things work. We can't. We can't bow down to every extremist that by force demands things. We have people that are actually being held hostage. Hostage. And, you know, no one is batting any eyelashes. Uh, nobody cares. And uh, it's just, it's, it's horrible. 
I can't believe what we are seeing. There is no police. They're beating each other. They're raping each other. Probably killed people and burned or buried them. No one knows what's going on there. People are being held hostage. There's businesses like H&R. tons of businesses there. What are they doing? They have been paying taxes and they are not protected. Their properties are being defaced. No one is doing anything about it, and they're left at the mercy of insane criminals. Insane criminals. I have never, ex- I never expected something like this uh, at all. And it, it, it makes absolutely no sense as to how this is being allowed. It's, think about it, you guys. We have rogue people right now that have taken over areas in Washington. I want to know what the residents of Washington state are doing or the residents of Seattle for that matter. How are they okay with this? You know what? Everyone's scared to say something because then it's racist. That's the problem we have. Everyone will just call you racist. I, racist. That's what they'll call. I had a friend of mine on my Instagram say, someone told me about your podcast. First of all, not a podcast, it's a radio show, but whatever. And, you know, she said you were racist and I would, no, no, no. And I was like, girl, stop. I've known, I've known these people for over a decade. Like, why would anyone question if I'm racist or not? I mean, she knows and she's totally fine. She's like, I get it. You know, people misinterpret. They do. They not only misinterpret, but they'll just call you racist for the sake of calling you racist to end the conversation because that's the only name word they have to call you. That's the only argument they have now racist or they'll scream one of the two. People are constantly saying black, no lives matter until black lives matter. No, all lives matter. Why are you calling yourself a black American? You are just an American. Why are you a white American? You are just an American. Why do we still use color? Why are we, why do we still have scholarships for people that are of a different color? We shouldn't have that. You're in the United States of America. Nobody cares what color you are. But now... Only three justices, Samuel Alito, Brett Kavanaugh, and Clarence Thomas, actually stood up for what's right. Uh, You know, while the media is telling you that the Supreme Court ruled that gay and lesbian people can sue a workplace bias under law, right, that they're protected, that's not what they did. This is where you can have a pedophile literally working in an occupation with children and you can't fire them if they're into child porn and they are actually predators on children because it's sexual orientation. Understand this. Supreme Court just made pedophilia a protected class. You understand this. This is a joke. This is horrific. Pull a Lincoln, President Trump. Let's get Supreme Court Justice John Roberts. The Chief Justice needs to get fired. This is horrific. We'll talk about that, I guess. Well, we just did. You know, I, I, I don't even want to get into that. I want to get into the other horrific atrocities that are happening. You know, possible terrorist plots. Like, I've talked about, you know, Rushmore. This is a very, very big deal. And yesterday was not, you know, a random article where I exposed that corrupt ambassador that we have in South Korea. We'll talk about that too. Because he's been doing other things in the background that are extremely concerning. When I say our president is circled by sharks, 
I mean that in the most literal sense. Almost everybody that surrounds him wants to take him out. Everybody. Every single person that surrounds him. But you know what I'm going to tell you? The majority of the stuff that you see online, either that be YouTube, television, radio, but let's stick to what you see with your eyes. Some of those people don't even exist. And you don't seem to get it. Our technology is so far ahead. I mean, I'm telling you, time travel is real. You can't conceive. Oh, yeah, time travel is real. Not like Apex, here's a picture from 3000. Like time travel is real. That is technology. That is technology. What we have and what we can do is far beyond what they tell you. And that's purposeful. You're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to know how things operate. You're not supposed to know how they work. You're not supposed to know anything. Because if you do, then they have nothing. They can't control you. So (laughs) having said that, think about what else is happening. What else is going to happen this summer? You think this is crazy? And I know a lot of you emailed me, DM'd me, and I'm trying to keep up with the messages. But the truth is way stranger than fiction. And yes, I know a lot of you are like, whoa, how'd you know it's going to be crazy? This is nothing. We're handing out memorial flags to career criminals. We have a you know, takeover of areas and no one is willing to do anything because it's racist. No one's talking. Everyone's on eggshells. And we have a GOP that's sitting on his butt. And now we have the Supreme Court of the United States that just gave pedophilia protection. Gave perverts and disgusting people protection. But, you know, it's okay. I mean, you know, it's gays and whatever. They're exploiting people, right, for evil for pure evil. All right, welcome back everyone to the Tory Says Show. So let's just talk a little bit about the Supreme Court. So basically today they rewrote federal civil rights law. Um, in what they believe they have the right of raw judicial power. And they changed the word sex to sexual orientation and gender identity. And this is them pretty much making laws from where they sit, right? I've said these benches need to be trembling and, you know, we're not doing it. I told you that the worst branch out of all of them, it's not the, it's not the legislative, it's not the executive, it's the judicial, Pay attention because this is where a pedophile, I'm telling you future wise, this is where they would have gotten their power. So basically they ruled to change this. They changed this. This is horrible because Congress is supposed to be legislating like this. Congress is the one that's supposed to be changing the laws, not the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is not allowed to change our laws. The Supreme Court rules on our laws, makes decisions on our laws, but they do not change the law. But the House is controlled by people, career criminals like Nancy Pelosi, that has just 
violated the most precious award that someone can get having served their nation to a career criminal. Justice Alito actually spoke and she said, unless Congress fixes this, the, now we're going to have women, uh, men playing women's sports. You know, there's not going to be religious freedom because, uh, you know, uh, gays aren't allowed to go to mosques, for example. So <laughs> maybe they'll throw them off the roof and people will realize, but whatever. Stuff like that. Uh, there's, there's no privacy people or know your business right what sexual orientation you are they'll start using that against you I mean this is one of the most horrific things I've seen and when I said that the judicial branch is bad mm, this is it this is it this is it this is just how bad it's getting it's getting horrible that they're allowed to do this our Supreme Court just gave protection to pedophiles. Remember how they're pushing that pedophiles are a sexual orientation. How many articles like that have been written? How much research have they put in saying it's sexual orientation? Now they've changed it to sexual orientation. So if you like having sex with cats and dogs, bestiality in other words, that's your sexual orientation. So now we've got the Peter. Where are my gays at, man? Where are you? None of you want to be associated with pedophiles, but they've been trying to hijack your movement like nobody's business. And here we are. They got their in. Because let's say, let's say that a teacher in your local school has been found to be watching child pornography on a bus and someone records it. And that goes viral. Okay. And so the school is like, you need to be fired because you were watching child pornography. They could sue the school district for firing them because their sexual orientation is minor attracted person. You understand? You understand? This is what sexuality is, what you're attracted to. Sexual orientation, what you like to have sex with. That is what it means. This is Horrific. That's an article coming on too. This is disgusting. I cannot even believe that it happened. You know, where's Neil Grush? What did you do? Look, I am so outraged this Monday morning. But you know what? I knew it was going to happen. I remember, I remember seeing in the future that during this period of time, it was horrible and crazy and insanity. And I remember thinking, oh, it's just going to be insane. But, you know, because that's the synopsis, the, 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 the notion from the writings that it was the most craziest period where up was down, down was up, left was right. And I was just like, all right, you know, a little bit of crazy doesn't hurt. Man, this is beyond crazy. I told you you were going to be pulling your hair because that is exactly how it was described in historical text about this period and this is exactly it just like many of you sent me messages wow you said we'd be pulling our hair out uh you weren't joking no obviously neither was the person that recorded these historical facts could have left a little bit more you know rather than riots chaos and things that'll blow your mind completely but hey you know what have we seen so far since june 1st what have we seen We've seen riots in the name of race. We've exposed the fact that your children are the ones being 
commissioned for those acts. Uh, everybody's racist unless they bow down, give $10 to a black person because they have to, because then they might find it difficult to just give them property too. So they should start now and, and kind of ease into it, right? We have career criminals running our House and Senate that are handing over flags, one of the highest honors to other career criminals, career criminals that gang bang women, held pregnant women at gunpoint. Do you know what George Floyd had done? He had rolled up to a house, dressed up like he came from the water department, knocked on some woman's door. She quickly realized once she opened the door, thinking he was from the water department, that he wasn't from the water department. At that point, his homies roll in, five other dudes, they put a gunpoint to her, and they stick her while they robbed the crap out of her house. This is the guy, this is the guy that got... A hundred funerals that was televised for over five hours on CNN who his family testified. What are you testifying that he was a criminal? Not even the guy you said once we get George it's going to be like, hello. But you know, on the other hand, buying someone silence with some stupid picture opportunity and a bit of cash on the side. I mean, they've made bank and they were forced to deliver Half of that bank to the DNC. Anybody checking where the money from GoFundMe is? I'm really hoping the Financial Crimes Division is doing just that. This is, this is pure insanity. And now we have a second wave of this flu as the super flu coming out. <laughs> Textbook 1900s. Because if you remember correctly, after the super flu that they had, they called it the Spanish. Do you know why they called it the Spanish flu? Hold on. Let's talk about this. Do you know why they called it the Spanish flu? So happened World War I, right? But the Spanish flu uh, was called the Spanish flu because the Spanish people, Spain, were the only ones talking about some virus. Okay? And so you'll say, okay, well, it was it, it, people were getting sick everywhere. So the casualties from these wars weren't eh, almost any. I mean, they had to release something against Hitler, right? You see what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So... Spain wasn't part of World War I. This is why it was called the Spanish flu, because they were the only ones reporting it, because they weren't in the war. Okay? So, just so you know. So, the Spanish flu, the flu, was everywhere in Europe. And nobody talked about it, because there was a war going on, because they deployed this again, again, right? Again, technology we had in the early 1900s, you think we have now. Just so you understand. So what you need to understand right now is that this is history repeating itself as it always does, thinking that they're going to get another result. Mm? I mean, a hundred years ago, they did enslave us really quickly. I mean, we got our fiat currency on the heels of the Spanish flu. Remember how it happened. Everyone was wearing masks. Everyone was segregating. Everyone was not gathering in groups. But then after it died down, because people were, cities were on lockdown and all this stuff, right? People then came out to party because the war was over. Suddenly everyone was getting sick. What do you remember of the 1920s? What do they tell you? Ah, yes. The great period of depression. What were people doing? They were jumping off roofs. They were killing themselves, right? So there, there were strikes everywhere um, that happened right after the second wave where people started to get sick. And it was more because they were interacting. Nah, 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 nah. But in the spring 
and, and summer of 1919, there was huge inflation, huge inflation. Companies were striking. Well, here we had riots, right? Instead of inflation and people striking, we had riots. So they're killing the economy, right? So this is like repeat. So this happened worldwide. Everyone wasn't working because they were locked in the house and then there was inflation. So then people had strikes. They were shutting down whole regions in the United States across the world. And they were protesting because they wanted a better economic situation. Uh, Even in Canada, they were doing this too. So just so you know, um, you know what's really, really funny? it's, It's just so hilarious. Um, that, okay. So we have Washington state in focus, right? We have Washington state in focus. What if I told you, I'm going to take you back in time. I'm going to take you to February 3rd, 1919 title of the Spokane Chronicle. All Seattle says strike will shut down cars and newspapers. They began pushing for a strike. Strike fever grips London, may abolish all subs as war vessels, Navy vessel to bear name of Spokane, wife killer faces charge of murder. These are headlines, right? Long controversy is ended in opening of Western lands. Uh, There are so many uh, city unions were quitting work. Uh, Everyone was walking out because everyone was sick and then suddenly inflation. So I just want you guys to know just how history is literally repeating itself and the same cities are being used, um, you know, to do this. The strikes were actually tools supposedly that workers were using when they could say that they can't handle this anymore with staying at home, with being sick. And then, you know, the, the working class, the middle class was just done. Nobody could work. So it was the result of the pandemic. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? Again, that happened, and this is, this is the really hard part. After people were in that position where they all striked, they were all sick, and everything, um, back in 1919, again, at the end of it, there was racism again, too. So there was racism talked about back then as well. I want you guys to know. It was a time where... In 1919, that the turn red summer of 1919 was actually a reference to the Bolshevik revolution, if you know, in, in Russia, right? Because they went to, they came over to the United States. Do you remember that? Do you remember how they came? Well, it was all the blood that was left in major cities across the U.S. Washington, Chicago, just a bunch of people. Big, major cities where white supremacists rioted. Are you listening? This happened right after the pandemic. Are you paying attention? The Spanish flu. While they tell you that it was the Bolshevik revolution, it's the blood that was spilled. Do you know why? There was a man um, named Eugene Williams. Um he actually went from, uh, he was swimming in the water or something in the, in the lake. And, um, he, um, accidentally, you know, 
was taken by the tide or whatever, the current, and he entered the white area. He was stoned and drowned, and that set off the Chicago riots in 1919. Again, a black community launched protests against white supremacists, which, listen, racism existed. It totally did. We were savages 100 years. 200, we were even worse. 300 soldiers felt that after they, they, they conducted acts of war wherever they were, they could just rape anybody they want, and they would kill people for fun. They would use their sword and say, ha ha, just kill them. Because they were savage. No evolution. Humans evolve. Okay? They grow. They learn. We were infants. Well, this is what they tell us. Because everything that is history has been manufactured to show this growth and evolution that hasn't really happened. So again, I'm telling you, time traveling Tori is telling you, you can go see this. You can look it up and you will see this is textbook. The only reason this was delayed was because President Trump became president. Because normally, if their plan was done correctly and Hillary Clinton had won in 1919, we would have seen riots after the pandemic at that time. We all would have been in gulags anyway. And then there would have been a purge and then they would let all of us kill each other and then they would take over pretty much, you know, and make us one global government. That was a plan. See, other nations are still going with this plan. But I just want you to know that George Floyd was so set up. 1919, they murdered a black person, right? They murdered him for accidentally floating into the white area or something. And that was it. And this is how they started this. Did you know that? Mm, no. And this was in a staunch black community that it happened. And this is how the riots happened. So a lot of people from the U.S. didn't like this. And obviously they emigrated away from the U.S. They didn't like the feeling of, you know, racism or whatever. And that's the thing. You, you don't seem to get it. We are all their pawns. They use history as their template. They use history as their tem- template. So what you have to understand is that if, in 1919, there was land claims by indigenous people, if you remember, And there was a huge outrage. Remember, I told you the Native American community is coming into focus. Pay attention. This is all coming in. This is where there were land claims. This is where there were arguments over it. Uh, Indigenous leaders. There was territory in North American history. Oh, Louis, Louis Riel, right? He was the French mixed blood uh, guy um, who led the process to adopt certain. um, I I know this because I, I learned this in North Dakota about the Manitoba Act for like Tweed Tea people like had stuff and they were granted land when it didn't really happen. It was it was like a whole thing of just stealing indigenous land. I, I remember reading about it in some write-up. It, it was pretty interesting because they used the media and writings to do just that. So uh, immigrant intermittent camps was another thing that happened in 1919 that we are going to be seeing now too. Um, and this is, this happened, um, because of immigrants that were coming to, uh, 
other nations. So like uh, Ukrainians, Russian, remember they told you the, the Bolshevik revolution and all that BS. But what they were doing is they would take the immigrants and put them in cages and in intermittent camps, um, uh, you know, to make sure that they're okay, that they're not um, sick, that they're not criminals. They would, you know, kind of investigate their background. But this was even weirder. The intermittent camps that were actually being done were done on Americans, not immigrants. So while history tells us that these camps were to segregate the Russians and the Ukrainians, right? It's a lie, just like it's a lie as to why it's called the Red Summer. It was actually gulags for people that were, you know, revolting against whatever was happening. Because, again, the revolt happened with the black community getting, you know, all riled up with Eugene being stoned and drowned, um, you know, for swimming in the wrong place. And so that happened and there was an uprise. And then, oh, yeah, it was it was a white people that condemned that issue. People that had filed like their names or were sending money or were lawyers. They literally rounded them up across the U.S. The de- See, this is the parts of history that people want to forget. And the reason they want you to forget history, this is why they're taking down monuments. This is why they're rewriting our textbooks, because then they could use the same, you know, template they had and failed the first time tweaking it. That's basically it. This is all a script that has been done again and again and again. It is it is not creative. They're not that smart. They're just very powerful because we've allowed them to be powerful. Okay? This is why we're seeing them do things like give a flag, a memorial flag to a career criminal. You know, when I die, I, 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 I can get like, you know, the bagpipes and the military funeral because I'm a veteran, right? Um, all, all veterans can. You know, your family can ask for it and then they'll send the local, you know, color guard people that do it. Um, but what's bizarre is that this was done out in the open and nobody talked. Nobody stood there and said, what are you doing? Do you know how many people died that day from the hands of police officers? It wasn't just George Floyd. But see, George Floyd was black, so he was the right color. He was also in Minneapolis. Great. You know, that's Sharia, you know, ground zero. And he wasn't a hero. He was a criminal. We have people that believe that this guy deserved that type of ser- he did not deserve any of that first of all he didn't deserve to die like that either if he died right okay i have to say that um but irregardless so many wrongful deaths happen nobody gets parades and 10 million dollars and 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 nobody does so how is it right how is it that this is okay This should not be okay. Where are the veterans at? Why aren't you out there in outrage saying, what? My buddy didn't get that. You took down a flag from Capitol Hill and gave it to a thug. To a thug that, yes, wrongfully was killed at the hands of police, but doesn't deserve a flag. Did did, uh, Tony Timpa's mom get one? Did anybody else get one? 
This is where people need to be speaking their outrage. This is where you need to get loud. This is where you need to be outraged. No one was outraged at the fact that the, the, the ambassador that we have in South Korea literally put out the pride flag and the Black Lives Matter. Look, I'm totally cool with gays, man. Totally. Totally. Hmm. But our embassies are supposed to be representations of our foreign policy. Our foreign policy doesn't care what color you are. Our foreign policy does not care who you sleep with. Our foreign policy is just that, foreign policy. So tell me why Admiral Harris did that. Tell me what else he did. See, because this Admiral Harris was the one that was tweeting out and sending out a bunch of, what was it, stuff. Uh, COVID-19 tainted, mind you, test kits from South Korea. He sent those out. We're in this together. This admiral is a crook. He is corrupt. Admirals, generals, the majority of them, garbage. All they are are politicians with stars, and I'm tired of it. Now, many of you will say, well, Millie this. No, Millie just sat and did the whole appeasement thing. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have been in battle gear or representing just in general the military. Listen, man, he totally wanted to go there. That was messed up. That was history. But he ought to say something so they don't continue continue this so they don't continue this this is horrible guys i mean we have people in the highest offices right now going against everything that our nation stands for everything horrible we have people that are actively trying to take out the president of the united states by any means necessary And your job is to continue talking because you know what? 80% of you out there on social media, listening to me on the radio or a podcast or that comment every now and then, the minute they take our president out, if they get to that, because that's (laughs) those probabilities are climbing up now that people are sitting on their hands. We could talk about Utah. We could talk about Seattle. We could talk about Oklahoma and Mount Rushmore. We could talk about, we're going right where the Native American lands are. Why are we doing that? It's like we're asking for it. We see the UN flags being pushed. We see they could come on. So if that does happen, 80% of you will shut your mouth. You'll be listening to people like me and reading articles like mine as long as you can get it in secret because you don't want to get chucked in the gulag because the majority of people have self-preservation as an action. You need to understand that that is what they bank on. Your ability to want, no, your innate, innate move to want to protect yourself. Well, it's time you protect yourself the right way, more long-term rather than short-term, and be as loud as possible as long as you can. With every breath that I take, I'll be doing that, no matter if it gets cut short or not. Which, by the way, I have a funny story, well, creepy story to tell you about that um, after the break. So I'll see you guys in just after this break, and we'll talk more about the insanity and talk a little bit of Deep State Headquarters, the Deep State Department. See you in a bit.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. So today I'm fired up. I am pissed. I feel like we're living in in a nightmare, like a literal nightmare, an, a bona fide nightmare. And I could not expect this, you know, like I'm questioning if we've popped realities. <laughs> Seriously, because it seems so horrible. We've got. Uh, you know, mayors calling out after like in Atlanta, right? The police officer had every right to shoot and here they are firing him. (laughs) They should sue the hardest. What is going on, right? You're just like, this is insane. While overseas, people are still being trapped indoors. They're being indoctrinated, right? They're being told our president is sick. So maybe he had a mini stroke, whatever. I'm pretty sure it was the armor that he was wearing um, because it tends to pinch on the nerves and he, and his shoulders looked a little bit, you know, I'm just saying, I know. Cause I've, I've worn something like that where I felt like I couldn't even move my hip cause it was like, I was tired. Um, I had sat on the, have you ever jumped the flight, man, them seats or like you're sitting on a wooden saddle. That's like an inch wide, you know, and you feel forever like I remember once I was sitting on a jump seat and for like two days my my tushy hole was numb because of how hard that seat was and all I did was sit on it for four hours it hurt and I couldn't walk properly heels whatever it's like sneaker I was tripping over my own feet so uh, this is what I think actually happened because I could see that he couldn't raise his arms to his face properly and it wasn't to hide a tremor like other people are saying that's so dumb uh, because it just means that he couldn't lift it so he was restricted on lifting it that's why he gave it that little push he was restricted on lifting it so he felt odd it was just tight I've been in that position I actually walked down steps and thought I was going to like drop because it was so weird on me and if it's not put on properly when it's heavy you're done so I'm just going to say that straight out you're done. Um, no tremors because he would have shown the tremors when he was talking. He sh- he would have shown it, especially when he's walking. Because if he had tremors while he was walking, you would have seen the hand wiggle. That's when it usually happens. Not when they sit still. It's when they walk. When you're in motion, you get that. So it's all BS. I just want to tell you that. Now, for all of these people that are like, oh, give me the link of where it says pedophilia is, you know, done from the Supreme Court. It's like, come on, man. Sexual orientation, period. They've already put that in motion, remember. And just now I saw our V <laughs> tweet out something, which means the TSA, TSA is now a problem. TSA, Tulsa, Oklahoma has more than likely, we've got to get some eyes on it. That's what we have to do. It's very important that we have eyes everywhere. Again, we're near Native American lands, which means what? We're near UN territory. UN territory. Uh, down in Chaz, people saw them flying UN flags. Uh, the UN now is coming together to see if we have systemic racism in our country. It's time to defund anything world. If it's not an American, uh, you know, legislative body, investigative body, if it's not, we don't care. You could go say whatever you want on your time, in your place, mind your business. That's what we have to say. Mind your business. Kind of like all these other clowns. Okay, let's talk about Admiral Harry Harris, who was um, 
He was Joint Chiefs of Staff for Obama. He traveled exclusively with Hillary Clinton. Why did Pompeo nominate him for Ambassador of South Korea? Everybody in the Navy knew how corrupt he was, how close he was to the Chinese. Why? This is the problem. Our problem is the State Department. Our problem is the State Department in regards to everything America and the rest of the world. Aside from our inner workings, they're more focused on selling us out. They're busy doing that. While Pompeo is trying to keep the careers because he believes people that have invested 20 years working for the government should be protected. And you know what? I kind of get it in one way. But no, if they're losers that are bringing in the their actual opinions, their ideologies, and what they want to push in the work representing me, because every single clown out there that has been appointed, that is a career, gets paid from my tax dollars. And when you make my, my nation look the way you want it and not the way I want it, I got a problem with that. Everybody should have a problem with that. Mike, I'm really pissed. I mean, this is going to be a suicide mission in Afghanistan. He knows it. I know it. You know it. And history's not going to look kind to it. It's going to be a tragedy that sparks it. This, not, this should not be allowed. I mean, why else would he put idiot Molly Fee in charge as ambassador to Afghanistan? This woman simply had to sit there and try to look pretty in Sudan and mess that up. Now Afghanistan, why? Why is this new delegation going to Afghanistan? Why are you doing this? Qatar is not our friend. Qatar is looking to cut us. And this is exactly what's going to happen so we could spark it. Don't do it. This is exactly, see, this is like the iron fist of, of Bolton right there. I am pissed. I don't care how many years you've done in federal service and civil service. I am pissed. I am pissed. Because they don't deserve it. I had someone in my life for almost 20 years that turned out to be the most evil monster ever and I couldn't see it. Well, now you see you have evil monsters in office. You finally see it after 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 8 years, 30 years, 40 years. Time to say, I'm cutting the cord. I'm done. Now I see it. I'm done. You're excised from my life, you're excised from the office, you're excised from everything. Why can't we do that? Why are we sitting there hoping that they'll change if for 40 years they've been doing that? That's the thing. That is the thing. Why is it that we can't just put our foot down? Who says? Who says we can't put our foot down and say enough is enough, we're not doing this anymore? Go somewhere else. I'll tell you what. If I was, if I was the actual president of the United States or anybody with any sort of power. Let's pretend I was a mayor or governor of a state. That's even better. And I had illegal migrants or even legal migrants with green cards that were out on the street protesting. They'd be shipped back to wherever they came from faster than they can blink. There would be no court. It would be like, that's a violation of the law. You are not allowed to protest any arm of the government, blah, blah, blah. It's the law. Use it. Send back. Oh, you don't like America? Get out. I can kick you out. You don't even need a court. You don't have any rights on this soil. You're out. This is what we should start. Yeah, dictator. I really don't care. Clean this place up. Let's do it. 
I know I'm saying this and I know it's not going to happen like this. And I know we have to go through this because I've read the books. I know I was educated before I got here. So, hey, I'm saying that this is how it would be best to go. Pull the bandaid. Let's do it. Take a listen to this insanity of faux news and what they had to say about the SCOTUS ruling. This, this, this. Okay, just, just, just listen to this. Hold on. Melissa, host of Liberty File on Fox Nation. Judge, thankfully, you're able to join us here. I know you were able to dig through the 172 uh, pages of this decision. 6-3 decision (laughs) dealt with three individual cases. What is your reaction? Well, uh, our colleague uh, just very nicely uh, articulated what, what is going on here in the court. I mean, basically, this is 172 pages over the meaning of the word sex. Did the word sex, S-E-X, the simple word sex, mean in 1964 what it means today? Or is, is the court just to interpret the statute in accordance with the plain meaning of the word as it is understood by, by the public? So, look, in 1964, no one in the Congress thought that this applied to the LGBTQ community. The, the community was not organized. It wasn't called that then. Nobody thought it, it applied uh, to gay and lesbians. We, we know that because Congress in 1964, be, when it was debating the Civil Rights Act of 1964, attempted to add protection for gays and lesbians, and it defeated that. Does that mean that Congress didn't want the protection in there? Or does it mean that the people that wanted to add it in there wanted to add it as a poison pill so that the entire statute would be defeated in 1964? Justice Gorsuch says none of that history matters. What matters is the word that Congress used, and it used the word sex. And when a human being is discriminated against on the basis of sexual orientation or sexual attraction or sexual behavior. That is discrimination based on sex and therefore it is prohibited. This is what we call a landmark decision because it will have a radical effect in 17 states. So why do I say 17 states? Because in the other states, this already is the law, like in New York where we work, in New Jersey, where I am at the moment, it already is the law under state law. But now, as of 10 o'clock this morning, it's the law everywhere in the United States. Does this open the door to a host of other challenges when it comes to discrimination, Judge, talking about the landmark case that this is? I think it probably does. The Civil Rights Act of 64 prohibits discrimination in public accommodations and in employment. So even though this decision today just involves employment, people will use the language, the rationale of the six to three majority to make other arguments for public accommodations uh, as well. Again, only in the 17 states I'm, I'm counting the District of Columbia only in the in, in the in the total. So it's 51 only in the 17 states that don't have a state civil rights law uh, that protects sexual orientation. You know, that's always the fear of the of the m- dissent.
that we are opening up the door, that this is a slippery slope. Justice Gorsuch says in answer to that, we're ruling on the basis of the facts before us. When a new case comes to us, we'll rule on that. All right. So the the court says federal law protects those workers from discrimination. It is a landmark case, and we'll have more continuing coverage on that throughout the day on the Fox News channel. But, Judge, I want to first ask you before you go about the ongoing situation in this country when it comes to shutdown orders. You and I have talked a lot about that. There is a new threat from the governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, who says, if I don't see proper social distancing happening, which we are seeing people congregate in the streets, outside bars and everywhere in New York, then I'm going to shut it down again. Here's the governor. I am. Wait, we'll get to that later. So let's 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 focus on what he said They're 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 judging by the facts. Is it that they want what? For a pedophile within the Pentagon, because we still got that list, right? Right? 5,000 names that ICE got in 2006, and they began prosecutions. Obama took office. That was quashed immediately. Let's pull that list. I really wish, I really wish that people that are supposedly angered, these, these fake angers, right, that we see, this fake outrage that we see, whereas outraged about, you know, kids being abused, people being trafficked, slavery, you know? Uh, let me tell you something about Admiral Harris. He's in South Korea right now, right? So South Korea did not pass a law that says, you know, you can't say, oh, you're gay, I don't want you here, Right? Um, which shouldn't even be a law. See, that's the thing. What you have to look at is it shouldn't even be, it should be common sense. There should be civil rights that my personal business shouldn't be your business when I'm in your business if it doesn't affect your business. That's the way it is. It's like someone saying, hey, if you're a cat owner, you can't work here. It's kind of like, you know, there there were, I remember then when all the students were doing their matching for hospitals, I didn't. I didn't put in for match or anything. But, you know, I had a friend of mine that was smoking. He's like, oh, I can't apply to that one because you're not allowed to smoke. I was like, the hospital should not be telling you you can't work here because you smoke. What? They actually take a blood test to see if you have nicotine metabolites. Excuse me. Excuse me. No. So what? If you decide that meat eaters, you know, can't work there, that's okay. That's my personal life. Me smoking on my own time, not in front of your patients, not on your premises, not anything. Why should it depict if I can work for you or not? So vegans now can discriminate. Oh, we don't hire anyone that eats meat. And then suddenly on social media, they find that you ate a taco. Sorry, we're terminating your employment. You ate meat. Is that okay? No, it's not. It's not. And that's the thing. Tulsa, Oklahoma is going to be lit, you guys. And if we don't get on top of that, it's going to be a big problem. Big problem. And I know the new armor that he wore was a little bit heavy. I'm <laughs> just saying. Oh, man. Okay. Now, listen. Clarence Thomas, man, how can we get more judges like that? Neil Grosch to excuse himself. Remember how I said that judges don't just say things just to say things? Kind of like when I was talking about the testimony uh, that they were giving or what they were trying to make public record when they were talking at the General Flynn, discussing General Flynn's case and how, you know, they wanted to be 
prosecutor, legislators all in one, you know, these judges, these corrupt judges. Well, he just showed how corrupt he is. And in that sense, because he excused himself by saying, well, we should do this because this. Because it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not like, you know, someone because they're a pedophile was fired from, you know, being at a daycare that they're going to file a lawsuit tomorrow. It's going to happen 20 years from now. In, in a future where people like this run the world, that would be acceptable. That you send your kids at your own risk out to school. I mean, right now they're indoctrinating them. Parents that rely on just the school to educate their children are the ones that are the parents of those insane kids that you see riding. Kind of like that missing girl from Texas. There was a girl that went missing two years ago in Texas, totally recruited into this, you know, mindless riot thing. She got arrested for setting fire at a riot. Was it Minnesota or Seattle? I don't remember. So she was missing for two years, three years before she popped up. Are you listening? This is what they do. They take the troubled kids and they mold them. And that's the way they move it along. Our kids are at such risk. It's, it's horrible. It is horrible. I, you know, I, can't, I can't explain it to you at all. Now, before we shift gears and start talking about a little bit more deep state, I thought I'd play a song for you. So I'm like a huge Ryan Upchurch fan. Like, so I'm going to play you one of his songs that I absolutely love. Um, for your enjoyment right now as like a short intermission. Where have the rebels gone? We don't need another dirty boy singing dirty songs. Wait, country boys doing country all wrong. Need another haggard on a tiny cat. Somebody chewing back. Whipping ass. I need a preacher. I need a savior. Have my dog. Can I get a Let me get a outlaw like the man who raised me up. Hauling chickens to Kentucky in the back of beat up trucks. Because all I'm seeing now is Hollywood wearing some hunting gear. And TV shows about idiots that think country is drinking beer. Sick of seeing skinny jeans smiling like a cover girl. I wanna see some kids out back with 22s popping squirts. I wanna see some gun guns going out on a duck hunting. Lesser rubbish, snapping bird and acting like a lazy bum. These trends got it twisted and they make country a petty style. Now where's all my country folks that actually could go survive? When that stock market crash. I'll be somewhere deep off in these pines Killing shit, picking ass, and taking what the hell is mine So far there's some white ass lies Just country faking good disguise I tell me how that tends to fly I'm on my southern pride twang Baby come and roll with me Backwards as it gets And not the shit that you see on TV I'm talking Chevy C10 Kicking up some brown rocks 30 off 6 with a seat of stained wood Stop
with my shit, boy. I'm cold with my style, boy. That backwoods, that hick town, that late night, that driving round. That George Strait, Frank, real loud, got lightning bugs on my windshield. That back road, no cops found, and I'm sipping on that hot brown. I wreck shit, my motto. Got rednecks by the truckload. That smell good, stay sprayed on. I hit downtown to take girls home. That bar fire, like that up. Homegrown shit, roll one. I got a gun rack in my back glass and a big gun at home. a huge huge fan huge fan of his song mostly the writing i mean he's he my favorite song that he has is called hillbilly um totally love it and i think uh, a lot of you were jamming it's a pretty catchy tune no uh he's pretty awesome uh not well known because he doesn't work for any record label he puts out his own stuff um and he's pretty well known you know um for what people would call um you know a redneck (laughs) i'm totally fine with that i i totally love it anyway i i just wanted to say that that's exactly how most of america feels though we're tired of the soy boys we're tired of the tight jeans we're tired of not knowing if you know we can say something if we can't say something if we could do something or if we can't do something you know there's so many people i had a a disagreement with someone which got me into facebook jail by the way just for 24 hours because of the comment i put but you know Uh, Someone was saying, you know, oh, you know, the cops only attack, you know, people that are black that protest. I'm like, yo, stop. Here's a picture of black Americans. Right. If you want to go there with guns at an armed protest, nobody died. Nobody got shot and no police got involved. Do you know why? Because they're responsible citizens and they were there really protesting you. One person for every for every one person that was actually protesting because they believe that they should be standing. I mean, I wouldn't stand behind a criminal, to be honest. I would have stood behind Tony Timpa, not because he's white, but because he was schizophrenic and high off his face, right? Not because of a guy that took a counterfeit, you know, uh, let me not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to talk about it. But anyway, um, I wouldn't do it for him. I would do it in general, not just George Floyd. I would not glorify a man who is a criminal. I would not allow that to happen. And we've not only glorified him, but we've bestowed him a high honor. I want to see my vets. I want the armed services committees to come out and condemn what Nancy Pelosi did. I am pissed. I am pissed. How is nobody not pissed? This is like, is it what planet is this? What universe is this that that is okay? Tell me, how is this okay? How is a criminal, a career criminal, getting that? I'm still, I'm so pissed about it. I mean, I'm also pissed at the Supreme Court because Grosh has covered his butt by saying, oh, well, we, if we get another case, we'll talk about it. It won't be in your lifetime, though. And you just legislated from a bench. Congress is supposed to be doing that. Who do you think you are? You know what? It's okay. Because once we impeach Obama, 
those justices that voted yay are out. They get removed, removed, or everything gets undone. And those two judges are done. Done. And we replace them. Come on. This can't happen fast enough. We need to get him impeached ASAP. Let's get it going. So after the break, let's talk about what Rick Grinnell said live. And let's talk about how this gutting of the deep state is happening. And I'm so sorry, but it has to be done that way. All you have to do is show your strength when you feel like you have no strength left. That is all you have to do. I mean, I already knew this was coming and I did not expect it to be so like I, I gave myself a headache this morning just ah, thinking about it and thinking about the pe- Oh, my gosh. These children. We're not even protecting our children. This is ridiculous. And then we expect them to protect our nation and care about us. Jeez. I'll see you guys right after this break. Forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. Every decision will be made to benefit American workers and American families. America will start winning again, winning like never before. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. Do not allow anyone to tell you that it cannot be done. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. After nearly four years, my family's nightmare is finally over. We couldn't have survived this without the love and support of the millions of patriots around the world. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. Hi, I'm Laura Loomer, and I'm running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District. Wouldn't it be horrible if we lived in a nation where journalists were silenced just because they confronted the political and media elite? You might think that could never happen in America, but it did. And to me. For confronting people like Hillary Clinton on her corruption and Ilhan Omar for her ties to radical Islamic terror groups, I have been banned on pretty much every single social media platform. And if that doesn't sound extreme enough, I'm also banned on Uber and Lyft. I know, I cannot understand that last one either. When this all happened to me, I contacted the media and members of Congress. I asked them for help. I kept calling, I kept emailing, but I never received a reply. And that's when it hit me. I'm a well-known journalist who has the phone numbers of the most powerful people in politics and media, yet I couldn't get any assistance. What on earth would the average American do if the same thing happened to them? I realized then that if I wanted to see change, that I would need to run for office. The American people deserve representation that listens to and acts on their concerns. 
So here I am running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District because the American people deserve a voice and a representative who, like President Trump, will keep the promises they make and speak up loudly and clearly for that silent majority. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tory Says Show. So I'm not going to talk about the, uh, you know, threat to the president or what they've been doing today. I'm going to talk about it at another time. Uh, but what I wanted us to start with was to see just how corruption works. Um you know, uh, it's it's the most insane scenario of what they want us to kind of um, how. Let me just give you an idea of what they want instead of police. Babylon B overdid it, but it kind of sounds like this. Take a listen to this. It's it's kind of funny, but kind of scary, too. Somebody broke into my house. I would love to help you with this issue you're currently having. I'll just need you to enter your intersectionality score on your dial pad, and I would actually be happy to help you determine your score with a 30-question survey. No, I know it. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, due to a high level of microaggressions, can you please hold? But, but I... What's your emergency? There's someone in my house. He's about six foot two and... Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, sir. The response team does not wish to receive any physical description that may contribute to ageism, ableism, racism, or other phobias incompatible with a just and inclusive society, okay? What? Sir, am I going to have to repeat myself using hand clap emojis? He He broke the window. I need you to recognize that that's your privilege talking. Is there a way that your whiteness might be escalating the situation? Dude, I'm I'm half Hispanic, okay? Have you tried offering the intruder your flat screen TV? Are you kidding? The Bachelor is on tonight. Uh, kneeling down and apologizing to your intruder usually works. Or you, you can try tweeting about this in a socially conscious way. Hey, he's upstairs! I can't! Ah! Uh, sir, sir, please do not engage. Your instinctual reaction of self-defense will only reinforce negative stereotypes. Um, dispatch to all units. I'm gonna need a slam poetry team and two interpretive dance units at 1284 12th Street ASAP. Sir? Sorry, are you there? Sir? Sir? Hey, sir? Uh, hey, never mind. Some insane guy wearing a MAGA hat and war paint uh, and carrying an AR-15 just crashed through my window and he subdued the intruder. I think we'll be okay. All units, all units. Please send 12 militarized brute squad teams to investigate possible armed racist. You don't have to send anybody. Remain where you are, sir. We're coming to save you. Yep. That's what they want. That's what they want. That is what they want. So why do they want all this? Why? Why are we getting riots, craziness? Because in 1919, when we had the pandemic, the swell of the pandemic, inflation, strikes, you know, segregation, camps. What happened after that? We got the Federal Reserve right after that. Remember, people were jumping off roofs. See, you don't know history. You're told that the Russian, the Bolshevik um, revolution was the Red Summer. Red Summer was because there was being blood spilled for racism. This is what they want. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But you know what? Humanity, humans are worth saving because they're so different. And... (laughs) 
the truth be said, this is what they want to cover up. More to expose government corruption than most Washington insiders have done in years. Rick Grinnell, as acting director of national security, declassified 53 important witness transcripts that told us so much about the origins of the Russia probe. The Russian investigation um, had all sorts of red flags from the beginning. And when you look at the transcripts, when you look at the declassified footnotes from some of the investigations, it's clear, Maria, that there were multiple people from multiple agencies that were raising red flags. However, what was really sad to me is that those red flags and those voices were pushed aside, classified, and never shown to the public. And so very few people knew the truth and the silence from those people was really shocking. And so what I wanted to do was be transparent. Transparency is never political. Transparency is what the American people demand and it's what Washington DC is very uncomfortable with. I remember a text that uh, Peter Strzok sent to his then girlfriend, Lisa Page, and he says, our sisters are leaking like mad. Our sisters being the CIA. We had uh, Ron Johnson on the other day, a couple of weeks ago here on this program. And his investigation is centering on the transition of power from the Obama administration to the Trump administration. And during that transition, uh, when uh, Trump was fully in place, there were 125 leaks during the first 126 days of the administration. When you compare that to the Obama first 126 days, there were eight leaks, eight versus 125. Bush, nine leaks versus 125. Uh, leaking classified data is a, is a felony, right? Totally. And, and Senator Ron Johnson is doing a, a really great job. So is Senator Grassley. They're really focused on trying to get to the truth. I think that transition period is key. And it's why once Donald Trump won the election in 2016, all the way through to Inauguration Day, that period of time is when we know who uh, is, is coming into the White House. We know the team like, like General Flynn and his team and President Trump. That's when we're supposed to have the Obama administration or the current administration begin to hand off and have a transition time. That's why we have an election in November and an inauguration in January is for a peaceful transition of power that was blown by the Obama administration. And I just don't think that unmasking during the transition period is appropriate, especially at the levels that they did. And we even had Joe Biden, the vice president of the United States at the time, unmasking in, uh, in this transition period, and I believe it was in January, when they literally were on the downslope to uh, Trump's inauguration. This is inappropriate. I think you can make the argument for unmasking <clears throat> at other times, but, but to unmask during this transition period, to me, is another level, and it really shows how the beginning of the excuse of why Hillary Clinton lost how this was developed. They were so shocked that Donald Trump won that it, it must have not have been because the American people just freely chose Donald Trump, but because of some other uh, thing. And remember, we had 67 Democrats refuse to come to the inauguration, the peaceful transition That's of right. power. You know, Maria, if that would have happened in another country, the State Department would have called it out and said that this is unacceptable. Right. And which is why I think people are not going to trust the FBI or the top of the CIA until they see accountability. 
Look, what I will say is, is I really encourage people to read the footnotes. When you read these footnotes, you clearly see that the intelligence community, not just the FBI, but multiple agencies, knew that the uh, charges were flimsy or that the Russians from the very beginning were, were wreaking havoc on the process by pushing propaganda into the Steele dossier. People knew this, Maria. There were red flags from the very beginning, and those voices within the intelligence community were pushed aside or classified or both, and, and most people never saw the warning signs. And that's, that's exactly the problem, I think, that we have to drop back and solve. Do you believe there is a deep state? Look, I think that what I would say is, is that there are incredible uh, public servants within the intelligence community who themselves are really annoyed by the bad apples. There's no question that we have uh, specific people, and, and it's more than just a few, who are uh, in jobs using their political uh, bias to manipulate the process. There's no question of that. And it happens on both mm. sides of the yeah. aisle. You dealt with these guys. You dealt with Adam Schiff a lot. And you were trying to tra be transparent and, and uh, declassify this stuff. But he stopped you, right? I mean, I remember interviewing Nunes and Ratcliffe. They had sent letters to Adam Schiff saying, we want this and we want that. We sent a letter to the FBI. We want these documents. They were not releasing them. That was a process that I couldn't believe was stopped. Um, to be honest, um, it, it shouldn't have been. It, it should have been released a long time ago. It was overclassified, and, and our country suffered because it was overclassified. Uh, I will say when dealing with yes. um, The Hill, uh, somebody like you know Senator Mark Warner, who um, I had a phone call scheduled to walk him through the reform efforts that I was going to do, and he canceled that phone call and then refused to schedule the call. So I never spoke to him the entire time that I was there, even though he was the lead Senate Democrat on the intelligence community. Never spoke to him, tried several times. But then I would see him go public and say that, that Grinnell is not coordinating with me. Grinnell is not uh, you know, coordinating with the appropriate committees. And they would slam me. Uh, look, mm. this is the ways of Washington, is that they say one thing and they do another. The American people are really outraged by this type of stuff. I stayed silent and tried they to really you know, just take the hits. But the fact of the matter is, I think yeah. that it's wrong. As we wrap up here, John Radcliffe is your successor as the director of national intelligence. Are there other things that should be declassified that Congressman Radcliffe is going to be overseeing? What's most important that we don't know yet, Rick? Well, we need him a state. To, we need him a secretary of state. He needs to fix it all because everybody overseas hate him because he puts America first. This is why what we love him. Look, I think that this entire Russian investigation, the beginning of it, how it was developed needs to uh, somebody needs to look at what is classified and whether or not that needs to um, come clean. We started that process. I've coordinated with John. He's uh, a great uh, guy. He, he's really focused and smart on getting to the truth. He's removing politics from the equation and just looking at the facts and what needs to be done. So I have great faith in uh, our new director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe. We so appreciate your work for this country, Rick. Thank you, sir. I can't wait to see him waltz in with his amazing satchel into the State Department and fire them all because he went into 
acting DNI and fired a bunch from the intelligence community that needed to be fired. And this is important. This is what they want to cover. Because when this comes out, you know, this is going to be a problem as to how they maintain, you know, Barack Hussein Obama's legacy. Because one stroke of the pen, one impeachment, that's all we have to do. Everything is done, done. Even this horrific law that was made by justices today. And I want you guys to listen to this really cute man who was wearing a t-shirt called Gays for Trump protesting along with the protesters in New York. Take a listen. Yeah. So why are you wearing that? Because I'm a gay Trump supporter. Why? Because he has appointed a gay man, Richard Grinnell, as head of U.S. intelligence. That's the first gay man to hold that position. Why is he a fascist? He's appointing, appointing gay as the position. Any gay is okay? He supports gay rights. He supports marriage equality. What are you talking Well, I'm gay too, and I don't feel that way. Well, stop watching CNN. I don't watch CNN. He appointed Richard Grinnell as head of U.S. intelligence. Okay. He is so cute. So cute. An older gay man, you're typical. See, our gays don't care anymore. They don't want to hear it anymore. They don't want to hear this rubbish anymore. You know, I know this went viral. Take a listen to this one. Hold on. Um, how do I do this quickly? Let me put this on. Because this was this was pretty interesting to see, and I loved it. Because And they're vegan. <laughs> Sorry, vegans. I give you guys a lot of crap, but, uh, you know, because you never let someone not know you're vegan. Here we go. The left has gotten so bad that vegan, avocado toast eaten, lesbians have left the left. From 2020. Yeah, because just because your sexual orientation is whatever doesn't mean you're crazy. For some reason, they think that if you're gay, if you're bisexual, if you're queer, if you're trans, if you're, I don't know, uh, colored, you know, pink hair, coloring, uh, colored hair that's like blue, green, if you're black, white, polka dot, yellow, whatever you are, that you're just crazy and you're just going to bow down to everything. Nope, 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 nope. That's not how it works. What they want to do is create this insanity. What they want to do is create the division so you don't see the crimes that they have done. They are trying to protect Barack Hussein Obama like nobody's business. Their symbolism will be their downfall. Their actions speak way louder than words. And let me tell you, people do rise. That is judgment. Judgment Day is about being held accountable for what has happened. Think of history in the past. From what you know, the little that they haven't rigged. Kings, queens, Caesars, pharaohs, all have fallen at the hands of who? People. We are enslaved. We just don't see it. This is modern day slavery. This is how I said these invisible chains that they have on us been saying this for two and a half years. 
You are not free. You have only the illusion that you are free. You are now realizing that it is an illusion. And they are trying to beat you into submission with social justice. They are trying to beat you because the bottom line is they need to save themselves. They do not care about you. I mean, how else are they going to live forever? Tori, they died, do they, though? <laughs> so Jesse watched that show upload, I'm just saying. But, um... This is where you just need to stand firm, take a breath, put on the full armor of God and have faith in humanity because it's not about the blood that is being spilled. It's not about the sweat, the bruises, the tears. It is against these people against evil, dark powers that are spiritually attacking you. What is spirit? Your thoughts. They are mind screwing you with all this rubbish. I mean, look at all the, 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 the athletes, right? They're saying, are you going to, why would you call up an athlete and say, are you going to take a knee this year? Let's plan that everybody kneels, man. I'll be the person out there standing and saying, boo, boo purposely. And I'll be cheering for the opposite team. If I'm there only because I have free tickets. Okay. Not because, you know, I want to go do something. I'm just saying, but I, I am shocked that people are sitting around with it talking. You have all these people in their high castles telling you how you should respond. D- division isn't inborn. It's man-made, right? It's, it's, it's created in order to take away power from you. It's created so we bicker amongst each other. It's created because as, as they take power away from us, being unified, being one strong union, right? That's how they keep you enslaved. If you bow down to the narratives they push, this is exactly what happens. What we need to do is get to get all of us in, 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 in unison speak. I can't stand when I watch people on social media, on radio, on written you know articles, always going for the first click. Shut up. We're at war here, man. You're supposed to be a foot soldier on it. Nobody cares who puts it out first. Just put it out. Share. Talk about it. Wake people up. Just like those two ladies. Just like that older guy. This is what we need to be doing is waking up. Black lives matter. All lives matter. Every single one of them. Nobody cares about black lives. Or they'd be out right now protesting about the slaves being bought and sold across the world. How about the Chinese that have enslaved African, enslaved them? Or, hey, Admiral Harris, how about the slaves that they have on the Salt Islands in South Korea? Everybody knows they kidnapped people from the mainland so they could go out there and force them to work. Every, it's an open secret. He doesn't talk about that. Gays being thrown off roofs in places. Don't talk about that either. But you're going to put a banner of an organization That is now aligned with domestic terrorism. Are you kidding? That's defiance. I want to see him tried by the UCMJ. That is a a revolt. That's a rebellion against our leadership. Usurpation of our... How dare he bear the title? Oh, he's leaving soon. Get him out now. Yesterday is way too late. You should get him out right now. Right now, our foreign policy doesn't see sex, doesn't see color. But that is the way Barack Hussein Obama did it. They don't want us to see what they did in Ukraine. 
We already saw it. We already got it all. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Everybody's seen it. And now you're pushing even more insanity, giving pedos cover, giving pedos cover. How do you guys feel about that? I don't feel good about it at all. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I didn't think I would be so angry. I remember just how bad it was. I didn't think it was going to be so angry. I didn't think I was going to be so angry. Like today, I'm so fired up. It's ridiculous. I want Barack Hussein Obama tried for treason, impeached, retro. I mean, these people want to kill us. They pull hydroxychloroquine from the market as a cure for COVID, as a treatment at least. Because, you know, they want a vaccine. So the FDA, wait, the FDA revoked the March emergency authorization for hydroxychloroquine. They just revoked it. This is not good. The Biomedical Advanced Research Development Authority, part of the Department of Health of Human Services, which submitted the original request for the drug's approval in late March. Former BARDA chief Rick Bright has stated in a whistleblower complaint that the March request came under pressure from the White House following Trump endorsing the drug. So they pulled it, they say. Are you kidding? This is how much they hate you? They hate that they're losing power, that they want to kill you. They want to make sure you can't get the medicine. Yet I guarantee you, Pelosi has got a cabinet full of it because you know what? Hydroxychloroquine can cure everything, even AIDS. Not, not in its form itself, but Joe up knew. He got shot down where they blame the Russians for it, of course, right? Barack Hussein Obama needs to go down or else things like this happen. Warning today, in a nice way, consequences of your actions. We have 25,000 complaints statewide. I'm not going to turn a blind eye. 25,000 Karens complaint. Complaint. They're the ones that are going to throw you into the gulags. He threatened people that you're going to lose your liquor license. You can't be open. There's got to be social distancing. But, you know, protesters and police must wear masks. Oh, mind you, I just wanted to point something out. Did this George Floyd murder happen during the coronavirus pandemic? Because the cops, when they arrested him, there was no one on the street wearing any masks except for the paramedic dude, right? The cops weren't wearing them, and it was mandatory by Minneapolis PD. George Floyd wasn't wearing them, and none of the people that were taping it were wearing them. Makes, you know, the paramedics obviously hid their face. They hid their face. That's why they were wearing masks. Um, doesn't look like the real Gregory, George, whatever you want to call him, Floyd, Lloyd. But think about it. Everything you see is an illusion. It does not exist. There are people that you love their music, do not exist. Have you ever seen them in person yourself? Everything is an illusion. Everything. Even the ones that have been taken down because of their corrupt antics. An illusion. An illusion. Everything an illusion. Remember that. They are lying to you and they will lie, 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 and lie again. 
don't look at how things are going to pan out, okay? Because you can't. I can tell you the end game, right, of how this will happen. Just focus on why everything is happening right now and understand that it's happening right now in this moment with you partaking in one of the biggest shows of all time. You just look at the now and and try to see, well, why is this happening? Why did that happen? Think, why did Pelosi award this memorial flag to them? Why did she do it? Did she do it to buy their silence? Did she do it to legitimize it? Did she do it to enrage you? That's what they want. They want us to be full enraged. They want us to take to the streets. I mean, there's only so much abuse someone can take before they snap, right? Because right now, I'm telling you, we're all like right there. I am shocked completely. I am shocked. So this is it. We have to pay attention. Pay attention as to why they're doing all of this. Just trust that it is happening the way it should happen. Even though the increased possibility of this being intervened, this this execution of freeing man is being intervened, you have to understand that this is all happening the way it should. And their response is this craziness, these new riots that are going to happen... The new wave of coronavirus that's going to happen, all that, is happening because they don't want you to see who they really are. But when you bring dark to light, it's because you're pushing it. Look at them. They're pulling their own pants down. Masks are falling. We see it. Keep your eyes on Chaz. There's more to come on that and Atlanta. God bless. See you tomorrow.